Welcome to the What Happened Yesterday podcast. I'm your host, Andy Hare, and I'm bringing you this episode live from the playground at Leopold Primary School. We're sitting here on the edge of Kensington Road and Ballerine Highway, and this is a very special episode. It is the start of school in Australia, and with all that comes so much excitement and so much uh, joy Uh, But also brings in a little bit of anxiety and stress for our students as well. And um, and we wanted to welcome everyone back to school with just such such rich connections and games and fun. We just had our family event last night. Um, You can hear the traffic in the background of this show. We thought we'd bring this one outside. We had our family event at school last night. We had 850 children at our school here at Leopold Primary School in the Bellarine Peninsula in Geelong, Australia. And I know that a number of our listeners have actually been to visit our school from uh, far and wide, and I really appreciate that. I remember, um, uh, I think Adam Metcalf was our very first international visitor uh, to the PE department here at Leopold Primary School, and, and from then we've hosted so many of you guys out there then um, far and wide but also local to come and see what makes this place tick um, and there is no secret to it it is your good old-fashioned PE program with a lot of love dedication to the one child and that's where um, I really specialize in is making that one child feel so rich and so powerful and Um, feel loved but also their inner belief is so strong that they are willing to do anything ladies and gentlemen this show today is a special one as I mentioned we've got a special guest and I'm just waiting for our special guest now Um, I'll give them a wave when they come and and when they come they're going to tell us a little bit about their story this special guest I met in California at EPW conference uh, back in 2018. Gee, that seems a long time ago now, but 2018 we met um, and then we connected our classrooms from far and wide. Our special guest was and is from San Francisco um, and has been visiting Australia uh, in recent times and really learning about the Australian way and how education in Australia is a little bit different to the education system in the US of A. Um, and our special guest has been here capturing all the wonderful secrets of Australian education and will be putting them into the education system back into the San Francisco area later this year. So I'm going to leave it here, and then after this short break, we're going to introduce our special guest, and you guys are going to love them. Notice there I didn't actually uh, tell you who it was. No secrets, no secrets. See you after the break. The What Happened Yesterday podcast is proudly brought to you by RH Sports. 
RH Sports is the largest wholesale supplier of sports equipment and clothing in Australia, and we are proud to support Australian sports from the grassroots up. We have been successfully assisting clients for 40 years and pride ourselves on our superior customer service and quality standards. All right, so here we go. We're going to unveil our guests with our big intro. Welcome to the What Happened Yesterday podcast, Erin Helenan. Hi. So Erin's phone's going off at the same time that we're doing this podcast here. Um, not 100% sure who's on there. It might be um, one of many Australian uh, boyfriends that she's had from down under. Yeah, um, all, all 13 of the dogs. 13 dogs. That's what we call our guys down here. We're all the dogs. Is that with a W or two Gs or a bit of Bow Wow? Um, Snoop? Snoop. Little dog. Yeah. Yeah. That was so random. That was a podcast that someone recommended. Yeah. And then it just started playing on my phone. Was it my podcast? No. Then get out of here. I know. That's the end of our interview. Thank you, Erin. Wait, sorry. Let's start again. (laughs) So I've just gotten myself a latte over at this great place that Andy here told me about. Uh, It's something den. Anyways, the woman hears my accent and she's like, yeah, whatever. I'm going to charge her too much. Or no, that's not what she did. She didn't give me the right change. Oh. I counted back. Just because you have these $2 coins, you can't try to fool me. <laughs> so I counted back in my head and I'm like, she did not give me, she shorted me $5. Five bucks. Five bucks. So I told the other guy, I'm like, oh yeah, you know, almond latte coming up. That's great. But she, she didn't give me back the right change. I should have $44 and she only gave me 40 well, no, 39 39 She paid $11 yeah. for an almond latte. She tried to charge me $11 for an almond latte. That's our prices down under, boys and girls. I hope Jeez. you're saving your bickies. But, so here's the thing. You also need to know that the coins, they're $2 and $1 coins. And she thought, I'd just give her a bunch of coins. She'll think she has enough money. Yeah, no. I know how to count these things now, buddy. I've been here seven months. Were they Fiji coins and New Zealand coins? Because often we get that in our currency as well. No, 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 no. No, no, no. They're, they're pretty. Oh, Australians have such beautiful money. It's clean and colorful, and it's not all bent and ripped and torn and smelly. Do you know I go swimming with my money? In America, if you go swimming with a bunch of $1 bills, they just come out looking like a pile of round ball of nothing, and you can't dry them out. You just wasted all your cash. Yeah, you need to wait till it all completely dries. Yeah, because you never know. Like, here in Australia, that's why we made our money plastic, because you never know what you can buy when you're in the ocean. (laughs) (laughs) Fish and chips, maybe? (laughs) There is... Hey, in Europe, there is... um, there's swim out cafes uh, over in Europe in these beautiful lakes, and you can swim out and have a coffee while you're out there. And or like um, a swim out bar. Yeah, like a swim out bar, and that's where the Apple uh, watches with the cellular come into play too, because you can just scan your Apple Watch while you're out there in the water. Oh, that's um, good stuff. Yes, yeah, that's good stuff, Andy. So we we were going to sit here and talk for ages. We're going to talk yeah. for a few more minutes, and we're going to come back to it because the school bell's just gone, and we've oh, we've got grade ones coming uh, up. So we've got about 
four minutes, I reckon. Four in minutes. four minutes, can you summarize what you have been doing in the great land down under? Yes. I have been... Well, shouldn't we go back to why I even came here? Yeah, why did I've, you come I here? I met Andy Hare at EPEW, one of the most fun and helpful, inspiring conferences ever. Elementary Physical Education Workshop. It's in San Luis Obispo, California. He presented. We connected, had a ball, along with a bunch of other people. And I thought, how cool would it be to take a year off, leave of absence, professional leave of absence, go and learn from the great Mr. Andy Hare. I also thought I'd be able to make a little money while I was here, but talk to me later about getting visas. Um, But luckily, I have some very, very generous parents and a little bit of savings, and so I have been exploring Australia and visiting schools and guest teaching and it has been phenomenal if you ever get the chance to take a year off you need to do it hands down the end hands down the end uh we might have got a little bit of wind interference just then um because we are sitting outside so we'll just uh we'll we'll go back and check that but yeah that that is a really cool isn't it and i was just telling in our pre um warm-up to who our um, guest was going to be and I mentioned how you and I had uh, met in EPW, and I think it was on the way to. I think you took me to a, um, a gun shop. Now <laughs> they just they just didn't sell guns, but I think I, I can't remember what I was after. But I was missing something from a presentation. You were going out, and then you took me to. Big you wanted a scooter. Scooter. I was looking for scooters, wasn't I? Yeah, yeah you because a you had to walk so far. Yeah. Um. So you took me to a shop called Big Dicks. Um. <laughs> And I was Dick Sporting Goods, folks. Yes, Dick Sporting Goods. I'll have to put the E on this podcast uh, for explicit. But um, yeah, Dick Sporting Goods, and and then yeah, it all started from there. And uh, and here you are. Um, so is Australia everything you thought it was going to be? Yes, and more. And more. Yeah. 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 Good stuff. Yeah, and I mean you've you've spent some time here, spent some time in New Zealand, and you know we're. We're on um, on our way to the end of summer now, but um, how do you find the temperature between here and San Francisco? Uh, it well, so San Francisco is. It gets hot there. Well, San Francisco is very moderate year round, and that's why people mm. love it. So yeah. it will always be in the sixties, maybe reach the seventies, maybe drop into the fifties in the winter. But people love it, and when it ever gets to be eighty, ninety, or even one hundred. Sorry, translation, Australians, I'm, you know. Like 35s, teens. yeah. Yes, people melt. And so the other day when I was in Melbourne and it was 105, which is what, 40-something? About 40, yeah. People were melting. It was like they didn't know how to deal with themselves. Melbourne is cold. It's colder than the city of San Francisco. It is way colder than Pleasant Hill, where I live. You can have four seasons in one day. I'm always bundled up. I'm, it's summertime, and I'm wearing the same clothes when I first arrived here in July. <laughs> so, so put that into perspective. Today's about 16, so about mid-60s, um, and it's going to get to probably low 70s there. But Friday last week, it was 40. It reached 48.6 degrees, which mm. I think we worked out as about 131, 132. No, 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 no. A bit less? Yeah. It's hot. It's hot. It's hot. 
and it's it's yeah, hot and it's 110 dry. Maybe. One ten, maybe. One ten, one twelve. And on those days, like the hot northerly winds pick up Ugh. as well, so you can't go anywhere because of the. Uh, and then the storms hit later on, uh, and then it rains for ages and ages. But that's all at the back end of our bushfire season too. So where we are in Geelong, we we didn't hit those bushfires, but we got the smoke, and it only made us really appreciate how hard it was in those areas. Um, Hey, Aaron, we're going to put a break on this. Break. We've got to see our grade, grade ones doing a little bit of catching, catching, uh, catching. coming up. And then uh, we're going to talk dance play after this little Blake. And, uh, this little Blake. And um, you're going to tell us about your story and uh, transformation as a dance play instructor. Yeah. Regional Woo-hoo. owner. Woo-hoo. All right, we'll be back right after this. The What Happened Yesterday podcast is proudly brought to you by Danceplay, the world leader in developing physical literacy through dance. Our pre-choreographed dance and fitness programs help teachers and fitness instructors get kids active, build social connections, and boost mental health through our three rules of play. Be positive, be fun, and be yourself. All right, so we are back with... Erin, Helen, and if you look her up on uh, Instagram, she is ehel with a dot dot and a dot dot in random spacing somewhere <laughs> and then a couple more dots. E space H e- underscore, that's what it's called. Uh, underscore hell. And let me say H. H. No E and two L's. E H. Or H. 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 <laughs> and uh, so we're just confusing everyone out there. So I think. Um, you look her up on Instagram, it's E two E's, a dot, five H's, a A And thirteen A's and, and then there's a silent M in there as well. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't really do a lot of PE dance stuff on Instagram. It's more my life and my travels. Yeah. Australia, New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're yeah. interested. Talk to us about dance play. Ooh, dance play so where, how did you, all day. How did you, yeah, I know you got inspired by dance play like I got inspired by yeah, dance play. Yeah. Um, but, but tell us more about um, what you're doing with dance play now. So, same. I just, you know, met Mel, I think for the first time at a California State Conference, which is called Kayford. And she's just one of those people that wants to make you. Well, she doesn't want to. She just has this effect on people. And it made me want to be a better person as far as um, getting kids to realize how awesome they were. And so totally changed my dance instruction. I used to be worried about kids being on the right foot or the wrong foot and being scared or in lines or too, their spacing was too far off. And it's not about that at all. It's just about moving and enjoying movement connecting with themselves with other kids with the music and so I just started doing this whole superhero theme at school and Mel does all these superhero dances so each week as the school year started we talked about the qualities superheroes have and then we would learn a dance for that superhero kids even were bringing in their toy figures I didn't care. We sat them up at the front of the class, and they were superheroes with us. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, so, I, love, I love that. And then, you know, we, we often talk here in Australia, I know you've, you've learned this a lot when you, you hear, is that the content actually doesn't matter. Like, mm-hmm. we teach rich content, don't get me wrong, when the, the kids aren't coming and just mucking around. But the connections yep. 
is number one. And in a, in a world where it's not natural now to build these connections, we have to be instrumental in getting kids to do this. And this is how you do this through dance. So give me an example um, of how you've been able to really find, and you might have one child in your mind, yep. how you've been able to develop those connections with those kids. Well, there's a kiddo in particular, um, super quiet. He was in grade three last time I taught, whenever that was. <laughs> so now I think he's in grade four back home. But he, super quiet, doesn't really like sports, um, but he loves the connection games. His mind works where he likes to be a problem solver. And so any of those types of games, he just thrives and he comes up with great ideas. And so we were talking about the transformer dance and and how transformers More are so cool. Yeah, <laughs> they're so cool because they can change into something else. And, and then we related to how people can change, you know, sometimes good, sometimes bad. So anyways, we just got into this great conversation, this group of third graders, or should I say grade threes. <laughs> and um, he said, can I bring in some of my transformers? He brought in the coolest transformer toys. And so it was just this neat way to bring this kid in who normally, you know, when we're doing um, basketball or soccer or any other, you know, super skilled invasion game, he's, he's not really, I mean, he, he tries, but he's not really into it. And this just changed the whole get go of the year because we started with this. Yeah. And so he was in in all year long. Yeah, I found the same thing here at Leopold where where the engagement of children that all of a sudden I realised that they knew that they could do it and it was a confidence thing and, and that fear of the word dance means that, hey, I'm uncoordinated and I can't move like this. But when the kids realised that we were just moving without watching each other, they also became really engaged in the whole process. Um, we, we look at that and, and have a look at that whole um, transformation of that child and that's where the content really enriches that life because mm -hmm. the element of trust is mm -hmm. right there. So mm -hmm. that's one particular child is then going to go further with you because mm -hmm. they trust that they're mm -hmm. safe and yep. that it's, go, it's okay yep. and that mistakes aren't um, going to be announced in front of everyone. So good, yeah. so good. And then it got to the point in the... The trans, some of Mel's dances, some of Dance Place dances are a little bit more, you know, we're all going to do the same move at the yeah. same time, but how you do the move and how you do the move, it's going to look different. So some of them are, you know, doing the quote unquote same move at the same time. But with the Transformer dance, we're sort of moving around and we're going down in this cave and then we're coming back up and we're needing to save this city. I think it's New York City. Um, it needs a lot of saving. But it was so neat because the kids were doing different moves to crawl up the cliffs in the cave. And it was neat to see them like, oh, look at my move. Oh, look at my move. And they weren't even trying to outshine each other. They were just like, oh, that's a cool move. They were just connecting in ways and getting to explore, you know, balance and all sorts of things with getting out of the cave. It was really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. And you've been teaching dance play yeah. through your, because um, you now dance quay, dance quay, dance quay, everybody. It's a new program coming out of San Francisco. Yes. Um, 
you're now dance play qualified. Yes. And so you were teaching some rural schools here mm -hmm. to be able to get yourself going with your yeah. accreditation. So tell yeah. me about how different those schools were compared to Tashara. Ta Sahara. Oh, Ta Sahara Hills. <laughs> I know it's a hard one, folks. It's a hard one. Ta Sahara Hills. Um, so yeah, let's see here. I started my online certification way, way back in January 2019. And um, it just got to be one of those things, you know, life. Like you're teaching. Yeah. I was also coaching. It just, it got to be something that I wasn't doing all the time. Um, not that I didn't want to. It just, you know, life gets in the way. And so when I decided to come out here last July, I was like, this is perfect. I can practice with these kiddos at Leopold, a couple other schools around Geelong. And then I've also been out in the country schools. So fun. So I've taught nine kids, not in one class in the whole school yeah, yeah, little yeah. school called shelford primary and there were nine kiddos that teacher is like a saint friends because she prepares lessons for kinder which they call prep through grade six <laughs> so she had nine kiddos and i think there were only a couple that were in grade two and a couple in grade four so you know she's preparing lessons for every grade yeah. in her one room schoolhouse pretty much even though it was basically one ginormous room so the kids had a lot of space which was awesome but I took them out and um and we just did some dance and movement on the blacktop there at their little school and they loved it absolutely loved it the boys I think more so than the girls it was really cool um, and then I was over at another school in Inverley, and we did a bunch of dance there. Um, the country schools don't have phys ed teachers, so to speak. They have somebody that might be helping for a year, um, but they, they wouldn't be qualified as a phys ed teacher as we are in the States. It would be sort of their assignment for the year. And so it was really neat. Um, for them to have you know an actual lesson where we did some connection games well let's see I'm getting ahead of myself I've been there a couple times one time we just did all dance play um and then another time we did some connection games and and some dance and you know they're used to just playing what do, what do they call the game octopus tag yeah octopus and some other yeah so they're so they're used to playing you know those types of things for PE and and they actually got to do some some cool things so it was it would not that octopus tag isn't cool maybe it's cool for some kids it is cool yeah. it is a cool game as long as you are uh, you bring in different levels of it but that's yeah. what we find in in some of our schools so in Australia we don't have a university degree in elementary PE. Mm. Um, so everyone's trained as a generalist and you specialize. Yeah. So some of these teachers in the school, this is their very first time teaching physical education. So they go with what they know and often they go with what they remember. Mm. Um, and that's where a little bit of trouble just kicks into quality education. So I'm conscious of time and our, our viewers, um, but I want you to just give a pre-enlightenment mm. uh, pre of what we're going to expect when Ehal gets back to the USA. All right. Okay, friends. So here it is. I have become a regional operator for Contra Costa County 
for dance play for a recreation, recreational license, which means I'm gonna go home, I'll be there in May, so a couple months from now, and I will start up some rec programs, after school programs, summer programs, because it'll be going into our summer, um, for dance play for kids. And super excited about that. And then, you know, I'll also teach once the school year starts again. But I'm just excited for this new adventure and, um, and just how Australia has really led me to find out that this is what I want to do um, with some of my free time. Yeah, well, congratulations on that. And then I guess that some of our listeners out there who are um, keen conference goers, you can yeah. see Erin now presenting i would imagine k for 2021 there might be a dance play session there with oh, Aaron. Oh, oh. um i dare say epw might be a dance play there with session with Aaron. <laughs> um so i think that that's what you really you've got to go with the heart and yep. you know there's there is movement all over the world and, and sometimes we've just got to follow our heart to find exactly where we want to be and which way we want to educate um and I know that uh, you know we've spoken about things a lot when you're here, and I really appreciate everything um, that that we've spoken about. But following the heart is the key to it, and your heart um, tells you that your next phase in life is through dance and mm. going back to your childhood where mm. dancing was part of that, mm. and really then embodying yourself now into a profession. So yeah, yeah, super and excited. Any last words? Yeah, well, I'm going to be needing some other dance instructors Ooh. once I get my region off the ground. So um, look up dance play. The A is a three, and uh, see me about getting certified because that would be awesome. There you go, team. Erin Hallinan from the USA, San Francisco, mind you, but I guess that's a general. Yeah. That's a general. Just like we say, I guess you would say Melbourne. That's correct. Right. Yeah. So yeah. San Francisco Bay Area, but specifically East Bay. Yeah, address is, and the phone number, we'll, uh, we'll put that in the tab <laughs> below. Uh, just, okay. Just kids, I mean, you can order some pizzas to Erin if you have her phone number, I guess. Uh, Uber Eats, Uber Eats. But no, thank you so much for joining us on What Happened Yesterday and definitely good luck. You are welcome. You are welcome. Woohoo! What? What happened yesterday? What? Babbin, Babbin. What? Here we go again. Ah, ha, ha.